Next time someone pays you a compliment, ask them why they gave it to you. What's up, Active Lifers? Welcome back to the Active Life Podcast. I'm Dr. Sean Pastuch. I'm your host, and today we're going to talk about a topic that's been coming up for me a lot with clients who I've been mentoring. It's the topic of getting a compliment and not necessarily being sure that it's true or that the other person even meant it, and therefore not allowing it to be a thing that becomes a part of you. Instead, kind of pushing compliments away because it makes you uncomfortable when people share good things with you. <clears throat> if, if this is you, um, I relate. I was like that for a long time. It was uncomfortable for me to hear from others that I had done something well. I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't need the praise. I don't need the praise. I don't need the praise. Uh, and there's some truth to that. I don't, I don't take praise as a sign I'm doing everything right. And I don't take lack of praise as a sign that I'm doing something wrong. But the value of praise that I've come to understand is that if we can ask people why they're showering us with it, then we can do the things that are praiseworthy more often when they fall in alignment with our values. And often... I learn that I did something I didn't even realize I was doing or something that is very easy for me, very low cost from an energy perspective for me to do that had a major impact on somebody else. That if I knew had this kind of an impact on somebody else, I would do it all the time, all the time. And so I want to share with you the reasons why we sometimes struggle to accept compliments and certainly why we struggle to ask people why they're giving them to us. Remember, if you're finding this podcast useful, please head to wherever you listen and leave us a five-star rating. Share it with a friend, especially a friend who could find value in not only taking this information and doing something with it, but a friend who influences other people. So if you know a coach, if you know a gym owner, if you know a community leader, a psychologist, a teacher, share this podcast with them. Today's episode specifically, because I want them to be able to take this message, hear it, find from it what they find valuable, and then share as, as an action step with friends of theirs and people that they're influencing. Pretend for a moment that you told me you really like how I explained something. You know, I, I made a post earlier this week. It came out, I think it was Monday, with John F. Kennedy, a speech he made talking about there's nothing sadder than seeing soft, chubby, fat-looking children. <clears throat> and this is when he was pushing the initiative for physical fitness in the 1960s. I believe it was 1962 when he made the speech, maybe 1963. And people really liked the post. There was a lot of resonance to the post. It was one of the most popular posts and most shared posts I've ever made. If you said to me, hey, I really like that post, and I said, thank you, I don't really learn anything. I don't really learn anything. I learned that you liked that post. So now I'm left to start thinking about what did they like about it? Well, maybe they liked that it was black and white. I'll do all my posts in black and white. Maybe they liked that it was a presidential speech. Well, I'll, I'll do more presidential speeches then. Maybe they liked that it was talking about children with language that we haven't been allowed to use since certainly 2020, um, <clears throat> calling them chubby, soft, and fat-looking. Those words are digging. 
maybe it was the fact that I said very little at the end. I just agreed with it. Maybe it was my caption. So I'll write long captions all the time. You see, it becomes overwhelming to start thinking about why did I get this compliment? And so we don't. We don't think about it at all. We don't think about why did I get this compliment? And so there's less value from the compliment. And so we have a harder time becoming better versions of ourselves because the compliments that we receive, A, make us uncomfortable, and B, don't really tell us anything. They're too general. We have to ask more specific questions. So I started asking people who told me that they loved that post, why did you love this post so much? I say this stuff all the time. Why did you love this post so much? And the most common answer I got from people was that <clears throat> we, we need leadership like that again. That was not the answer I was hoping for, if I'm being honest, because it doesn't speak to my content. It speaks to the United States failing as it, as it pertains to our leadership. And my choice there is to follow the thread and become a political pundit, which I don't want to do, or to keep digging. Is there anything else you liked about it? Yeah. Um, I really liked the direct language and the accountability that he used, and then I like how you summed it up in the caption. That was the next thing that I got. I'll link the post in the show notes so that you can click it and see what these people are talking about and see what I'm talking about. And you can go in there and you can comment on it. That one was helpful. That one was helpful because it spoke to the directness. And one of my biggest struggles is describing to people what is active life. What is active life? Well, which department are we talking about? Are we talking about the RX department that helps people get out of pain without going to the doctor or missing the gym from anywhere in the world and has done it for over 10,000 people, 14,000 people, whatever it is now, worldwide since 2014? Are we talking about active life professional where we're mentoring coaches to become ALPs, people who, for them, life is good right now, but they'd like it to be great. They want to make more money in less time doing more fulfilling work with clients they're inspired by. We teach people how to do that in ALP. So is that what we are, a company who does that? What about the gym owners? What about the gym owners who employ the coaches, the ALPs I just described? Who set up their entire businesses to solve problems that other people aren't even trying to solve because they see them everywhere that they go and they want to make more money working with fewer people, doing more inspiring work with people who they're, they're inspired by. What about our brick and mortar? What about Active Life Long Beach? Do I talk about that? We're, we're also a brick and mortar version of all the things that we do online. See, it's hard. So hearing people say the direct language and then your summarizing of it was really helpful is really important. It's really valuable for me. In fact, it leads to action. So today I'm recording this podcast Right before I'm heading to a meeting with a person who has always been good at speaking succinctly, saying a lot without using many words, and calling me on my bullshit. Because what I learn from the post, and frankly, I had heard it prior, but the post was, 
another piece of confirming evidence is that I need to learn how to speak more directly to what we do so that people can understand it more quickly. So the meeting I'm having in about an hour and a half from now is a meeting where I'm not allowed to leave until I've succinctly described what active life does without using language that is in the clouds. I asked this person, this friend of mine, to do this for me because I need help with it. Because it's clear that you all resonate when I say things very directly and very succinctly. And when other people say things very directly and very succinctly. And I need to learn how to do that better. Because I want to resonate more often. And if I didn't ask people all the time what the compliments that they were shedding to me were for, I wouldn't have been able to tie that thread together. When people tell you, I love that hat, ask them what they love about it. If there's a story behind it, ask if they want to hear the story. The reason why there's value to doing that is because they might point something out. Like, I really just like the way that it highlights your cheekbones. And you might always have thought your cheekbones were ugly. And now here somebody is complimenting them specifically. And maybe you go look in the mirror with the hat on and you're like, you know what? I do look good in this hat. It does accentuate my cheekbones. I like this hat. And then what you would do is likely go online and buy more of that hat, more versions of that hat, so that you can constantly feel like you look good. We all know that when we feel like we look good, we perform better. So somebody paying you a compliment about a hat that you thought was about a hat wasn't actually about a hat. It was about you. And it allowed you to go look in the mirror and decide they're right. I look good in this. When you haven't told yourself that you look good for years, especially the thing that they specifically mentioned you look good for. So ask, what do you like about it? And let them answer. It might be something totally benign, like it's just a cool color. Or it might be something like I just described. And by the way, the benign thing about the cool color, if you're somebody like me and you need to get attention on social media, you'd like to get attention on social media so that you can say important things and teach, Maybe wear that color. Allow that to be a lesson there. If there's a story behind it, I was speaking with a mentee yesterday. Um, I won't share her story specifically because it's her story to tell, but she has a very unique characteristic about her aesthetic, the way that she looks, the way that she shows up. And I asked her, what's the story behind it? There's a reason why you did that. And... She shared the story with me, and it was one of really strong empowerment. And it was meant to be a message, not only for her, but for other people. But she's not sharing that message with other people because she's afraid that other people don't want to hear that story. She's afraid that other people will reject her when she shares that story. She's afraid that other people will think she's crazy when she shares that story. And so she doesn't share it because fitting in and being accepted is really important to her. The conversation that we had yesterday was how much energy does it take for you to spend time with people who know the real you, who you don't have to be really careful about what you say, who you're able to be 
fully expressed as yourself when you're around. How much energy does that cost? She's like, none. It gives me energy. How much energy does it cost to be around the people who you feel like you need to tailor yourself for? A lot. It's exhausting. How long do you think you'll be able to tailor yourself for those people before you have to just show them who you really are? Yeah, I don't know. I can't do this forever. Well, great. If we start asking people if they want to hear the story about it and they say no, that's okay. That's not our people. We don't need to fit in with that person because no matter what we do, that person is never going to be the one who we decide I want to be more like. I want them to influence me because they're not interested and we want to be around people who are interested. And when we find people who do want to share the story, it lights them up. They're excited to hear it. It changes their day. They carry it with them for weeks. They'll tell us years from now about the time that we told them that story and how much that changed their life, whether they realize it in the moment or not. So when we don't do that, when we forget the value of our stories, and when we forget to ask if people want to hear them because we're afraid of burdening other people with our own stories because we don't think that we're that important, what ends up happening is we rob other people of the gift that is the way our story could influence their life. And they're looking for that gift. They relish that gift. They hang around us because they crave that gift. My friends, allow yourself to be great. Accept compliments. Ask why you're deserving of them and believe people when they tell you. When people compliment you or ask you a question about something that is uniquely you that you were very intentional about, ask them if they would like to hear the story that led to you doing the thing that they're talking about right now. You'll find that the gift in that story is more often welcome and wanted than a burden. And you'll find that the people who welcome it and want it are the people you want to be around. And the people who are burdened by it are not your people. We don't need to fit in with everybody. We can't fit in with everybody. Share your story. Ask more meaningful questions. Get to the deep stuff. Be of value and take up space. Turn pro.